Hey, what's up, Smoking Elkies? It's me, Brandon, joined as always with Evan. How's it going? Uh, we've got a good, a special episode for you all today. We've got our first ever guest interview. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And uh, this is the week after 420, so we're still mm-hmm. recovering from that. Yes. <laughs> yes, in many ways. Oh, yeah. Financially, cannabisly, cannabisly is not a word, but yeah. you know what I mean. My stash is kind of heavy, but the bank account definitely is not because 420 is an expensive holiday for us. <laughs> well, well, sir, I, I, I do have one of your problems and I don't have with the other. So I'll let you give, guess which is which. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But man, um, yeah, we had that event over at a better bud last week, uh, which was pretty cool, pretty fun. Um, hopefully you listened to the bonus content that covered that. Yes, I hope. I hope you did. Yeah. Hopefully, if not, you what are you doing here, you motherfucker? That was only like ten minutes. You can give us ten yeah, minutes of yeah. your time, right? I mean, it's it's a little don't don't go back now and listen to it because now it's kind of old news because the event already happened. Like there might still be some good shit to listen to, but in the future, hypothetical listener, please, you know, listen to the little segment. You might pick something up. But also, um, if you haven't listened to it or there's any uh, episodes in the past that you haven't listened to, here's what I want you to do. All right. First off, click that follow button or like or whatever, yes. you know, depending on the platform you're on. But also, whenever you, you know you're going to throw some headphones on and do something else or maybe go to sleep, uh, just put our stuff on and let it run. Huh? Yes. Yes. Let <laughs> yeah. that shit run. That helps us. Just let it run. You don't need to like it. <laughs> but, you know, no, I, you know, we would like you to subscribe above all, but that's helpful oh, too. I mean, know? I hope you like it, but uh, I need you to pump some numbers, mm. especially you know, on YouTube. We need that vanity URL. Yeah, man. That, that's where we need the subscriptions. If we get to a hundred subscriptions on YouTube, we get a vanity URL and I'm, I'm, I've got eyes on it. We're, we're not too close now, but we're close enough that I know somebody listening here has not subscribed on YouTube yet. Uh-huh. And I'm talking directly to that person. Yeah. Fix that shit, man. Let's just pretend I'm looking in your eyes, listener out there that uh, listens but hasn't clicked follow or subscribe. I'm looking you right in the eyes and I'm saying, you're taking the weed out of my mouth. <laughs> I'm looking you you're right ta- in the balls. You're, you're taking the cannabis out of me. Uh, <laughs> actually, I don't have anywhere to go on that bit. Hmm. So <laughs> uh, Somebody did put some cannabis into us over 420. Oh, yeah. Well, well, let's get to the what we're smoking because uh, yes. I think that ties in well. So what are you smoking on today, Evan? Well, I'm smoking on a little bit of blueberry cookies from Blake. Please remind me of the name. It was G something. Um, WR Growers Group. WR Growers Group. Or was it Scenic. GR? Now you've got me second guessing uh, myself. I'm sure it's, it's WR because I was thinking wide receiver. Oh, yeah. I'm still looking it up, but go ahead. Yeah, they're at a scenic Medicine Park, Oklahoma, home of that big pile of rocks called Mount Scott and the big nature preserve there. And this weed is pretty good. Uh, We got it. It it was a a 420 special we got at that 420 event that we covered again, if you haven't listened to it. And uh, it's, you know, I paid $20 for five grams of it. And it's very good for the money I paid. It gets me high. It does choke me up a little bit. But that's just that's not necessarily a knock on the weed. Some weeds just make me cough. And because of that, I got to be careful with it when I'm on the air. But uh, it does get me high. I think most weeds make you cough, really. Yes, I've got a little <laughs> bit of a scale. This is one that, that <laughs> it makes me cough enough that I've got to be nervous. But again, that's not a detriment. That's just how my stupid lungs work. Yeah. Well, those of us are those of you out there that listen to our weed battle, which there's more coming in the future of those if yes. you like them. But uh, those of you listen, you know, his cough metric, right? And it, it, it's the same as the two bowl metric. 
right? Isn't that right? Like you had the right. two bowl cough metric and I had yes. the two, two bowl uh, medicated metric or something. Basically. Yeah. Well, this, yeah. WR growers group actually, um, they were surprising to me. They, uh, cause yeah, it's, it's, you look at it, it's, it's kind of, you know, they're not tight buds and all that, you know, it, it looks lo a little midi. Mm -hmm. It looks like mids. And, uh, I gotta say, I got purple panty dropper from them and that, that one did really impress me. Like the way it looked, it hit a lot better than I thought it would. The, the effect, eye yeah, the effect was way heavier than I thought it would be. And I talked to the growers there for a bit. They said they focus on terps um, right. in their grows, not, not THC levels and all that stuff. They're going for terps. And I do got to say, it's pretty pungent with the nose. It's got a good yes. flavor to it. The terps do shine. The same uh, thing with my, uh, my blueberry cookies here. Whenever I opened it, I opened it today and it was kind of, oh man, I got to smoke the stuff that makes me cough. But then I opened it and that blueberry smell hit me hard and I started smoking it and it wasn't nearly as bad as I initially thought. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's, it's for a $20, five gram bag. You couldn't do better. Yeah. For that price, like this stuff is way better than it should be. I don't know what their normal prices are. These were 420 prices to full disclosure here. It's pretty good. I mean, this is the, the weed that they provide. They, they said they provided to three or four dispensaries here in Lawton. I've probably mm -hmm. bought their weed before and not knowing to do a better bud. Yeah, I think uh, I've seen it there. I definitely saw the purple panty dropper in the dispensary before, but I PPD. bought it directly from the. Yeah, I got it because of the name, of course. I'm of course. a sucker for the names. And I got to tell you, drop my panties. <laughs> I'm just thinking now, if we if we do if we do end up making our own strainer fino, instead of calling it smoking oakies, we should just call it good weed. Yeah, <laughs> just good good weed. shit. No, remember it's supposed to be delta ten or delta. All right, yeah, 11. delta yeah. delta whatever. Yeah, delta eleven. Ours goes to eleven. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the D stands for D's. Uh, yeah, you we 90s. call it D eleven. You nineties, eighties, nineties. You know what D's is. Hey, yeah. Uh, uh, one of our one of our good uh, industry friends uh, is actually his his product the uh, Ioko is named uh, like D's Nugs or something like that. So that dude's all in with it. Respect to him. Oh, I like uh, I like working jokes into things. Oh yeah, you know me. Oh yeah, mm -mm -mm. part of the, it's a big part so of the fun. You, so you're having what blueberry cookies from WR Growers Group? You know it. Oh yeah. Wide receiver growers group. Wide receivers growers. They love football over there. I they, swear. They must. <laughs> That's what it's college football country, man. Uh, yeah. Also over there, um, they we had Green Hills Farms. Green yes. Hill Farms. I think their their grow is also in Medicine Park. That's not. That's kind of what I'm smoking because right now right. what I'm smoking is a strain wreck. Strain wreck. House salad. Yeah, strain wreck. House salad. I forget what all's in here. I just kept popping nugs into <laughs> a, a little container, you know, when I was running low and. I know there's at least some nebula and some purple punch and some GDP, uh, maybe a couple others in there, but we I did got pretty hazy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. These are all strains that we picked up on 420 mm -hmm. for the listeners. Mm -hmm. well, I would like to thank actually on that note, my, uh, my, my partner, Amanda for tabbing the foresight because she knew it was podcast business to take the two strains that green Hill farms provided us and put them aside because I thought there was going to be a weed battle, but then then I smoked all of mine. I didn't uh, No, I, I didn't think this was weed battle stuff. I thought this was just stuff to try, you know, so well, I smoked if that's some. that's the case, uh, mm -hmm. let me, sorry to cut in on you. If that's the case, let me pop my headphones off real quick and I'll go get a nug and break it up while you're talking about it. Yeah, go ahead. Cause I took some notes while I smoked it. Cause I, I, I wanted to talk about it. 
I knew my one where smoking would be a strain wreck because uh, I've got a strange stash going on right now. But anyway, they um, they I got two flavors from them. One was the strawberry banana Kush crossed with UK cheese. So I don't even think they named it yet. <laughs> that one, that was probably my favorite out of the two that I got. Uh, the look of it was very dark green with orange hairs and all that under the loop. It was frosty very clumpy and frosty and once i ground it up man it was a deep yellowish green with all that frost mixed in there and that smelled pretty cheesy but it was a very fresh smell the taste it was robust it covered my tongue it it, it it had all those flavors i really liked the cheese really shone through gave me a good body high and then i sunk into a video game for like two <laughs> hours so what was that a near automata yeah near automata which you know it's a button masher you know a pretty good story and all but all the right. cannabis definitely helped lock me into that Oh, that is a very good getting high game story. Like I usually don't buy too far into game stories, but the whole like free will versus, and I don't want to spoil too much. That's a good game to play while you're high. Uh-huh. No, it's, it's really good so far. And actually, I can't wait to get this episode over with so I can get back to the game. And I smoked the other stuff, which I lost my label for it, but I think it was strawberry banana cheesecake. I got the names here because my pit crew just came by with both things. Mm -hmm. Strawberry banana kush and the other one was the cheese one. No, one yeah. of them was strawberry banana kush crossed with UK cheese and the other one right. was a cheesecake. I think it was strawberry, it was banana, strawberry cheesecake. banana cheesecake. Yeah, that one. Ooh, that one was pretty good too. I have more notes on that one because I didn't get locked into a video game for hours. <laughs> it was more mild. <laughs> me, man. It was it. more mild. It was uh, uh, the mild flavor very smooth but it was like a deceptive smoothness like when i blew it out my nose i thought it would be safe but boy did i get a terp burn out of it no it is terpy you just don't feel it in the throat <laughs> brandon blake was a working actor he had it all going for him until one day he blew the hit out his nose <laughs> oh man but the immediate effect was a head high like this was no creeper it came in immediately had a head high and my body felt light it was one of those it's a it was a daytime getting shit done weed that's my uh, kind of weed it was a daytime getting shit done kind of uh cannabis i was up walking around uh coming up with ideas on stuff ground up under the loop it was it was it was pretty good light green with yellows and orange hairs but had purple leaves popping in every now and then it looked awesome that's um, what i'm seeing right now i'm popping up the strawberry banana cheesecake as well i'm putting a little in the grinder and it's got that brown frost that you mm -hmm. you know the eye lies but that brown frost is usually like the first sign of a few that you've got a good hybrid on your hands oh uh, yeah the two bowl meter i just on my notes here it just says passed but <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, if I remember correctly, which uh, this stuff sort of messes with that sometimes. Um, <laughs> but if I remember correctly, I believe the second bowl was an afterthought. I was already medicated after the first one. Uh, the high is, and my last note was the high is heady. Daytime cannabis for me, uplifting, helped with, oh yeah, it did help with my pain. Uh, I started stretching and working out afterwards, actually. So it really helped there. No heavy feeling, no cotton mouth, no munchies for me off that strain. Very productive strain. I've already had a couple coughing fits on the air with our interview segment we're doing. So I'm not going to hit it on here, but I can definitely smell that cheese. And I'm actually really looking forward mm -hmm. to getting into it now. 
I'm thinking about something here, Blake, and I, I, I shouldn't drop this on your head on the air, but I was, we've had a slight format change this time around. Would that be worth explaining before we switch off to our interview? Oh, no, there's really no reason. No reason? Okay. Well, then we will <laughs> Yeah, we'd just be like, hey, uh, let's go to a quick commercial break, and uh, then we play our commercial. All right. Well, maybe. We Which, can... by the way, uh, it's not commercial commercial. Yes. It's a commercial made by us. So that's that's actually what I was meaning to point out. And since you've mm-hmm. given me a segue, we're not doing the Spotify ads where we cut in and Spotify gives you. We're going to start experimenting with some personally, professionally between Blake and I produced ads for local dispensaries. Uh, we hope that doesn't, you know, turn you all off, make you not want to listen. Keep in mind, these are just us trying to promote local businesses and have fun with it. So, yeah, um, we hope it's enjoyable. Yeah. So here comes ad number one. What is up, Southwest Oklahoma? Are you ready for a new dispensary to add to your rotation? Then come check out A Better Bud, my personal favorite place to shop in all of Lawton. Yeah, they've got good flour, a ton of edibles, and I gotta say that whole vibe they've got going on is cool as shit. And on that note, check this shit. 15% off for all first-time patients, daily deals, and my personal favorite of them all, choose your own Sundays where you get to decide which of the daily deals you want to use. So I can get a deal and concentrate. Yep. Edibles. Yep. Flour. You know it. Anything. Anything. Wow. Then there are the high quality $100 and $150 ounces, which by the way are the foundation of our official smoking Okies good ass gummies. Located on Bishop Road in the scenic Shady 580, a better bud is Lawton's best up and coming dispensary. It's got a good shit stamp of approval. They're open from 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday and noon to 6 on Sundays. So check them out and let them know you're a smoking Okie. They will take good care of you. Mm-hmm. All right, we're back and we got a special treat for you all. We are here with our good buddy, Tyler from Indiana. I almost said Indianapolis, but it's not Indianapolis. It's Bloomington, Indiana. <laughs> and he's here. He's an apprentice glassblower with uh, what's the name of your organization again, Tyler? Uh, our shop is Huffy Glass. Or <laughs> <laughs> The shop is Volta Glass Studio. Okay. Uh, and we are the home of Huffy Glass. Yeah. Okay, right on. That's Tyler. That's our good buddy who we've known quite a long time, and uh, we're happy to introduce him to you all. I actually have a piece from Volta Glass that I'm using today, that steamroller you all have seen on the uh, Instagram. Uh, that yes. was from Volta Glass. I love this thing, man. This is my daily driver. The world drop perp. Yeah, nice quality piece. Mm-hmm. So uh, we've known Tyler for quite a while, yeah. right? Uh, you've known him a bit longer than me. Um, you guys know by about a year. Worked at AT and T, right? Yep, yep. We worked at the old. Well, I worked at the Death Star, and I met Tyler through that. And um, since that time, we become buddies. Uh, lost, uh, lost connects, lost touch there for a minute when I was out uh, doing my own thing in the world. But now we're back and hanging out and talking about a shared love glass. I'm sorry, I kind of totally fucked that up. We're gonna have to edit that out. I'm high. What are you? That's what cool. are you wanting? What are you wanting to edit? What'd you fuck up? Because I kind of went. You said we said we were going to talk about how long we knew Tyler, and then talk about glass, <laughs> and then I was like, right into the glass. No, it's it's all good, man. This is just a conversation. <laughs> we don't need to edit any of this. It's funny. Whatever. <laughs> they don't need to know all the details of the skeevy things we've seen and done. <clears throat> I remember the days of uh, of when we'd have those drunken parties with like a dick balloon hanging from the yeah. the ceiling and. <laughs> There'd be Tyler to pour down fucking Ray and nephews down your throat. 
<laughs> Tyler also has the distinction uh, of being the only man who I personally know who has shared a bed with my wife. I tried. Oh, the first <laughs> the first night you were in the house too. <laughs> He's a real Mac, that Tyler. Oh, I'm looking right man. at her right now, but she has her headphones on. She doesn't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, box frame never felt so good. <laughs> Oh man. So you've been, uh, I guess we sort of covered this a minute ago, but we're going to, we can't use that audio. So what got you into the glass? Um, I was, uh, you know, love, a love of the beauty of glass. I mean, that's a lot of people have that when they get in the glass, there's, there's something about just a nice, clean, clear piece of glass in whatever form it's in that just looks nice for sure and you all what do you usually start with is it is it usually tubes tubes of glass yeah we start out with tubes of glass dude i thought you all started with sand (laughs) (laughs) i mean it Uh, does kind of start from sand but we don't start it from sand (laughs) uh can i ask you something just for uh since we're here in the beginning and before we lose too many listeners (laughs) uh So sometimes we like to throw out a little advice, especially to people that are new to this. And um, do you have any advice that you can throw out quick advice just for somebody looking for their first glass piece? Find from a reputable shop would be number one, because there are quite probably outnumber the legitimate quality shops, a bunch of just fly by night glass shops that sell you stuff that they buy for pennies on the dollar from overseas Mm -hmm. and the quality is subpar at best and then they mark it up a thousand percent and then you know once you do that becomes a little easier because most of the stuff you're going to find in those shops is going to be of quality in terms of construction seals on them where the glass is joined together you want to make sure those are nice and clean you don't want to see bubbles in them uh thickness also helps the thicker generally the better in terms of durability the steamroller is a thick boy here yeah it really is i love that thing (laughs) yeah shouts out to dd sherpa for making that piece that was a nice ass the work section on that and i guess I'll explain that by worked. I mean, like the color sections or color patches that are twisted up and look all gnarly and cool. Those are so cool. And man, this one I found because uh, I was looking for steamrollers afterwards because I was going to buy a friend one for Christmas. And the ones with the removable bowl, these are uh, these are pretty rare. And at this size, because this thing's big enough to fit a whole ice cube in it, right? Mm. And uh, yeah. looking online, the only ones I found that were that big, that were glass, all you could find was the traditional ones with the built-in bowl and the hole in the end. Yeah. yeah. Plug it, yeah. But, but yeah, they don't hit near as good as this thing, man. This is like a bong. with a, uh, It's like a bong without a water chamber almost. It's amazing. <laughs> it's yeah, bong. that's kind of where, uh, you know, having it made by not being mass-produced and someone putting a little more thought into what they would like or what they think is cool into it the first time i had seen any of those types of steamrollers was actually here at the shop before i was even working here so they're not 
not totally common as far as I know. Oh no. The only the the only I could find that were this size were that were glass were those shitty ones and they were mass produced. And then they had the PVC ones or the or silicon ones. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. That just to me it doesn't hit like glass. I don't like silicon pieces. No, they don't. They got a, a, a kind of a strange draw to them and it feels dirty. Like I think of the shit stuck to the inside of it. Like, yeah. Not for me. Not for me. It feels like when you used to make steamrollers out of aluminum cans right. and water yeah. bottles and stuff. Yeah. 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 Whereas this feels like a professionally made piece that's going to, as long as I don't drop it too high, because it is thick, it could take a bit of a fall. But as long as I'm careful with it, this thing will last, outlast me probably. It'll outlast all of us. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, again, shout out to DD Sherpa. Good job, DD Sherpa. I don't know who you are, but that steamroller kicks ass. <laughs> and shout out to Volta. I wanted, because when you were talking about uh, what to look for and stuff, there was one thing that popped into my head that we did at your shop that most shops don't do. And they do, uh, usually they'll do an airflow test and everything. And I bring this up because I bought a dab rig and, uh, and an auto spinner banger and everything worked cool in the shop right the flow and everything but we didn't we only did it dry we never added water to the recycler so i never did a water test and then i got back and found the airflow was not good for that uh, the combination of this recycler and that auto spinner wasn't good so shout out to you guys for doing the water test before leaving the store that is good That's yeah we're not a lot of people think about I think we're the only place locally that even will allow that. And that's more so like, we're not just trying to sell you shit and get you out the door. Mm -hmm. We want you to see something you like and be able to test it as much as legally possible and decide that that's the one piece you really want and not have buyer's remorse after the fact or come home and try it out and figure out it's not up to par. Mm-hmm. Blake, you had something like that, didn't you? You went and you lit like a, a nectar collector or something and it just sealed shut on you? Yeah, uh, I'm sure I got it too hot because I was brand new to dabs. But still, yeah, first hit, man. I got home, I heated up, I went to take the first hit and I'm not getting anything. And uh, yeah, it was a dab straw and the, the end closed up. I called up the dispensary I bought it from, told them what happened. They're like, oh, yeah, you got it too hot and closed up the end. That really shouldn't happen. The hole should never be that small anyway, but we don't do any returns on glass. So I was just fucked. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, you you got fucked. Yeah. Yeah, I got fucked. <laughs> Luckily, it was like a $10 glass straw, but, you know. Kind of annoying. That, that, really, that really shouldn't happen. No, it totally shouldn't. And the little uh evan you see my little like black mini torch yeah that little that's all thing? it was that's, that's the torch that did that that's the one that wow did it. yeah i can't i can't even get that thing to heat up a banger right but <laughs> it melted a, sh a straw shut yeah huh. the more i hear this story the more i think you definitely got gonked on some bad glass man that sucks yeah so i've never been back to that place again won't be back <laughs> hey we all gotta learn lessons sometime yeah, totally. But now I've got uh now now I use bangers. This I didn't really like the straw anyway. I mean, the straws are cool as long as people are putting quartz tips on them or making them out of quartz. Yeah. Oh, you probably got some glass tip. Yeah, and it's straight. Yeah. I do. I call it glass, but quartz. You're right, Tyler. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a big difference in the melting temperature of 
borosilicate glass, which is what we use in quartz. It's like, I think quartz melting point is around like 10,000 degrees. Uh-huh. And so that's why that banger like, costs a little more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, there, it's, a, it's a different process to actually make and construct and work with quartz glass than it is with regular borosilicate. So you just you just take those glass uh, tubes that Blake was talking about and melt them down and then use those to like form up whatever you're creating at the time the 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 be it the glass piece or the the beer stein or whatever. Yeah, we just start out with straight up clear glass tube, and we do all the most ninety nine percent of the cups and other stuff outside of hand pieces on a glass lathe. So yeah, I'm... once we melt it up and shape it in the lathe. And basically, we do everything on the lathe, and then take it off when it's done. Pop it in the oven. So on the That's lathe, really cool. the lathe, because to me, uh, probably to the woodworkers and machinists out there, we think of a lathe, and we think of something that spins. We use a blade, and we cut away material to shape things. I didn't think about that. So, what would that be? So with glass, do you? How's that work? I know it spins, and you heat it up. But uh, do you heat it up, and you just use tools to shape it while it's hot and spinning? Is that how that works? Well, like your traditional metal wood lays, you know, you got the chucks and it mm -hmm. chucks stuff up to it. Um, the glass lays are basically the same, except on the chucks, they have holes in them. Uh -huh. So we can stick plugs into the end of those holes and with the air tube, be able to puff air into the glass to make it blow out. Oh, that's why it's air blowing. blowing. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, the actual blowing part of the glass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. You get, it, you get it hot, hot enough to, hot enough to melt, and then you can puff into it a little bit, and it'll puff out. Then you kind of do more shaping from there with graphite paddles and tools. Oh, that is so cool. So essentially, you. You use air to get close to the shape that you want to blow it out where you want it. And then you use uh, tools to shape it almost like, yeah, like just kind of like you would clay. Out. Yeah. More just like smoothing it out. Mm -hmm. Like you get, you get your general shape with your, with moving the lathe back and forth in your mm -hmm. breath. But then, yeah, just to smooth out the ripples and rough edges, oh, use so the cool. uh, graphite tools. And we go back those, but those leave uh tool marks mm -hmm. it's it just happens but we go back and repolish all those out however long it takes to do that how how rough are they because i'm looking at this piece here that i've had i've had when i bought this in say november i think it was so i've had it for about six months or more and this thing is smooth as hell i can't like there's nowhere i could tell like every surface is smooth on this thing, man. <laughs> Let me examine in mine too. Uh, these little glass. Oh, good. It's more subtle to, I mean, you can see them more than you can feel them. It just looks like little lines, kind of little ripples. Yeah. yeah. You'll notice it if it's not smooth, you'll notice it. Like I'm looking That's... at my little Sherlock now and it's got what amount to little glass beads on the bottom for feet to help it stand up. Are those things that are shaped on or are those added with like the graphite tools? Those are just added basically with like, rods of glass that you melt a little ball on and then just stick it on to the piece itself and melt it all in and make sure it's welded to the actual piece it's a functional embellishment like it's 
most of the time beads and marbles are added to stuff so they don't fall over or roll around yeah have you guys ever made any of those crazy like four foot tall like you know there's a oh my god what's that guy's name uh titty boy whatever he became uh in that video i saw him smoking like a ten thousand dollar bog and it was like way tall and it had a bunch of glass beads in it and it was insane looking <laughs> titty boy. Ever... who's titty boy titty boy um oh my god who cares yeah, two chains. Thank you. Oh, most expensivest. Yeah, his, yeah, that uh, guy. His YouTube series. Yeah, uh, I like that. I think I saw the one you were talking about, like a ten thousand uh, dollar piece that was like fucking four feet tall. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, you know, I, I'm just curious the amount of work that would go yeah. into even something like that. I'm sure even this glass piece is an insane amount of work that I have here. Yeah, oh, dude. yeah, that piece had um, perks on perks on perks, man. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to talk too much shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, hey, uh, there's no way in hell that things were ten thousand dollars. Let's just put it that way. I would, I would think it were it were more like a conversational piece, like an art piece type, right? You know, where it was more about the hours put into it than the functionality. Something, man, it I, killed two it, chains. Well, yeah, but it also took him about five minutes to get you know any smoke to his lips. Well, you got fucking 57 chambers in there. Yeah. Smoke to get through. Yeah, man, you're never gonna, you're never even gonna taste the last of the smoke before it goes stale on that thing. And it's gonna be covered in peanut butter. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All those tiny little parts that you can't fucking clean anyway. Oh, yeah. That's kind of like, man. You'd have to hire someone to clean it. That's like a whole day thing. It's like the Ferrari you don't take out of the garage to drive to the store. Speaking of, um, as a as a man who makes these things what do you think is optimal as far as percolation and stuff like that good question i mean i have my opinions on it but oh yeah totally give us but your factually opinion. like it really comes down to personal preference perks just make bubbles yeah they don't really there's not a whole lot of filtering going on yeah. Um, a lot of times they just affect the draw of the pipe, uh-huh. the resistance. I'm not too picky when it comes to perks. I don't like a lot of them, mm. just because when you have that many sealed perks in a piece, it does make it infinitely more difficult to clean. Mm-hmm. And the draw, of course. Yeah, the and more then, perks, it, the harder the draw. Yeah, depending on the perk. But then, yeah, you get, you run the risk of drinking that stuff when you're Ugh. trying to pull a rip, and that's yeah, not yeah. tasty. <laughs> no. Me, personally, I like, I don't know, maybe one or two perks. It depends. You know, like a sh- maybe like a shower head and a honeycomb at the most. But I, I like one. I would say like one one perk and, uh, and a, a long chamber so I don't get any water on my mouth. <laughs> It also depends on how people like to smoke, because I know at least locally, a lot of the college kids like to just do rips through their bowls. Right. So they don't, they like big open perks that they don't clog up real quick because they're just ripping bowls all night. Mm hmm. And meanwhile, I like to sip. I'm probably not, I'm not an ideal bong user. I don't think in any circumstance because, you know, if, if I'm not smoking on a pipe, it's going to kill me. I'm sitting here choking it up just off a little glass pipe now. Oh, dude, I'm, I, I almost, when I'm at home, I almost exclusively use bongs. And uh, 
I like to burn a whole bowl and rip it all at once, you know? So I'm the guy, I, I like free airflow. I think that's probably why I love the steamroller so much. Yeah. I mean, personally, I'm a fan of the smaller, the bubbles, the better, but that's just personal preference. Mm -hmm. That's what I like. So what is the the thinking behind that as far as what, what, what does the percolator do and what does the bubbling do? Um, I'm, I don't really know how to say it in a scientific way. Oh, that's cool. We're all You're dumb good. stoners here. So, <laughs> but it, I mean, at this day and age, with most stuff you see in the stores, it's got a bunch of perks. It's just meant to look cool. Oh, yeah. It, it doesn't do a whole lot for you. I mean, it will technically mm -hmm. kind of filter the smoke out a little bit, air it out, aerate it, uh, cool okay. it off. So it's really because I know with uh, with dabs, at least it's more about the cooling, um, the cooling of the vapor. And especially from what I saw with recyclers and correct me if I'm wrong, um, the whole it's they're designed mostly to get the bubbles to pop closest to your mouth, but oh. go through the water just to, enough to um, to cool down to the optimal or whatever. That's what that's what I found about recyclers on dab rigs and oil rigs, at least. I thought recyclers um, were there to help you get reclaim. I'm ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> no, claim catch will help you get reclaim. Oh, okay. But that's just an add-on piece. Got you. But I mean, as, as far as I know, recyclers were just kind of a an evolution of form mm -hmm. from beakers and straight tubes where it's just pretty much you got one hole and rip it pull the plug whatever yeah if i remember correctly it was oh. ham's waterworks that created the first recycler oh. but a lot down. of it look it up yeah uh, it's it's tall and cool as shit ham's makes some of the coolest shit out there function wise and form wise he's nuts well, that's cool man. all right yeah i'm writing it's that down h-a-m-m -A -A the double m yeah like my man john yeah if my uh if my desk didn't make so much noise to my microphone i'd look it up right now but uh <laughs> <laughs> let me see if i can get away with it quietly mm. yeah, so he does, like he does little tiny tiny fucking things that you think would just drink like a straw, but you get nothing but air. It's fantastic. Really? Oh wow, these are Ooh. pretty. What? Nice. Uh, hey, Evan. Now that you've got him pulled up, what's yeah. what's the average price on a ham piece? Uh, the first price I saw was two grand. Here's a thousand Ooh, for uh, what yeah, looks you pay like for a, that good stuff. This piece here looks like a standing. I don't want to get too much into describing pictures of the internet, but it's like a standing steamroller. Oh man, this is cool, Tyler. Thank you. <laughs> this one looks like a fucking pomegranate still my uh my big purchase that i want to get next time uh i have once you motherfuckers start making uh us money with this podcast uh, i want to go <laughs> back to volta glass and uh buy that that uh, bong with the uh the that full bottom ash catcher underneath the water table uh God the dry the dry bottom yeah the dry bottom man that thing is amazing I love the yeah. way it looks and it looks functional as hell too. That thing it's it's like a fucking ninja. 
<laughs> so to somewhat describe it to listeners, it's basically kind of looks like a beaker. If yeah. a beaker was shaped like a bowling pin. Yeah. Oh. And then it's cool. got a big wide base on it, but that base is hollow. Mm-hmm. And the stem for the joint comes out of that bottom. And that's meant to be a full-size dry ash catcher. It's a dry and ash catcher. Okay. What yeah. I mean by dry ash catcher is I'm sure people are familiar with ash catchers that you buy little and they look, they're small, probably the size yeah. of a pack of cigarettes, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they add them on to their beakers at the end and they put water in it and it's supposed to catch all the burnt material in your bowl before it gets into the actual piece. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the dry just does that without water. So there's no percolation in it. Yeah. I, oh, that looks so cool. And man, when he says the wide bottom, that entire bottom is the dry. And then just above it is the water chamber. And especially when it has water in it, it's a fucking beautiful piece, man. Just uh, like, whew, like you see the, the separation of the water in the air. And, in then, the air. and then they've got those custom perks in there. It's just a wonderful looking piece. <laughs> Yeah, that's that thing was kind of made to my specifications. Yeah, it's cool. Well, it looks great. I haven't gotten to use one yet, but you said you have a version of it at home that you use, right? Yeah, that is a one of one that will never be produced again. It was also made to my exact specifications, but it's using. It's used a smaller version of the ones we have in store, and it uh, uses the same perk that's in the big one. But it's it's all about that perk for me. That's oh. it's. Uh, I'm sure some people will be familiar with the tree perk, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. it almost looks like a little octopus or something, where it's got yeah. a bunch of little arms shooting down. Oh yeah, it looks so nice. But we take that and kind of customize it and hot rod it a bit for some added performance and stability because they tree perks tend to be fragile Mm -hmm. just because of the nature of their construction and we don't tend to use them a lot because of that oh do they tend to like break inside the another thing i would tell people (laughs) if you want like a durable piece unless you're dead set on tree perks stay away from them because they break Mm. easily interesting shit now i'm looking at mine okay no my old one was a tree perk and it did break but that was my fault my new one does not that brings up a good question i was thinking of while you were talking too um i was wondering if you ha- would have any recommendations on what to say you like glass but you all you're also on the go a lot maybe uh you live in a state where it's recreational or medical and you can you can do things out in public so what would be a good uh, daily driver that you can take on the go. Like I sort of do it with this, uh, with this steamroller. Like I, I bought a, uh, a padded lunchbox <laughs> essentially. And I, I put this in it with a, a couple of jars of whatever I'm, I'm, you know, Excuse using me. and then a, a grinder. And I just take that with me wherever I go. I put it in the trunk of the car, you know, uh, 
you know, you... I guess that kind of depends on a couple factors, how discreet you want to be mm -hmm. in general. And let's say we're in a state where, uh, like Oklahoma, for instance, where it's legal to do it publicly and you're not, there's no need for discretion. Like where you're going is an open area but, where but... you can smoke. Probably just a spoon pipe, right? I mean, that's the standard, really. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows about spoons. Yeah, everyone knows about spoons, but I don't like them. Fair. <laughs> like they're okay, but they're just these little fuck. I don't know. I. You would like this ham waterworks spoon? I promise. <laughs> oh I, my god! I want something that oh, will deliver that, me. Uh, big clear inside out one. I'm just looking at this green one. I can't believe it's only $60. This is, well, this is within my range. Throw, hey, throw it up in the Discord. I heard yeah, we'll 60 do. bucks and I can afford it. <laughs> Your ears perk up, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, if it's a good spoon on the go, like that's why I like, see, I like Sherlock's. That's as close as I get to spoons just because I like, uh, I like the look, man. The aesthetic yeah. is a big thing for me. And see, that's, that's really what it does come down to in the end at least for us because everything we make we make sure it functions right mm -hmm. so at the end of it it's what speaks to the person buying it right that makes sense and that's i hate dealing with that question when people come in or it's like what's <laughs> the best this what's the best that and i'm yeah. like i don't know man it, mm -hmm. what you are you experiment. into this that it, the other they I all guess. work so what yeah. do you like mm -hmm. i guess that really uh answer my oh, sort of answering my own question <coughs> or, or basically just proving you right here that uh yeah there are a lot of things that are very opinion based when it comes to a piece like your your airflow how much smoke can a chamber hold you know everything the look as long as it functions correctly mm-hmm and it's, it's not all personal preference and it's just not cheap thin glass that's what you want yeah. to stay away from I mean, as long as it's a quality made piece and it mm -hmm. functions how it's intended to the only determining differentiating factor between them is aesthetics really yeah these hand pieces are insane this one looks like a gun oh it's sold. <laughs> <laughs> i'm, look, uh, I'm looking at see... that negative spoon that looks cool but it is so eight, cool but that one's 800 bucks i was hoping that was the 60 dollar one but it's not if you want to see the <laughs> craziest gun pipes you've ever seen check out subliminal glass all right those are like pretty much two scale tricked out replicas of oh shit guns now not to put you on the spot here or anything but do you happen to know of any good glass places here in oklahoma off the top of your head or any uh blowers from here in oklahoma i apologize i did not do any research before this <laughs> well, that's <laughs> what i'm saying i'm putting you on the spot like i just yeah, wanted to know um, off the top of your head off the top of my head i can't think of any but that's not to say that there isn't. Oh yeah, totally. There, I mean, I there are of... there's there's glass shops here, and the city's big. There's got to be someone who knows what Something. they're doing here. Oh, like, I'm I'm sure there Forte. is some reputable blowers out there. Mm -hmm. I would just have to ask a couple people, and they would let me know. Yeah, I, I'll find out and put it up in the Discord. All right, cool. So man. far, yeah, cool, cool. Thank you. So far, the best uh, glass place i've been to was probably the indigo attic that place is pretty chill and 
Yeah, it's big and they're up front. I mean, they carry both, you know, luckily blown like good glass and the imported stuff, but they're right up front with you. They're like, hey, over here, this is the cheaper import stuff. Over here is the, uh, yeah, I hear you, Evan. Luckily blown. Yeah. No, no, I was, I was laughing thinking about that dude just going, uh, this room's the Chinese glass. This is the other shit. Oh, it's yeah. It's kind of funny. Yeah. They're straight up with you. And uh, I don't know, they got good deals that go on all the time. I get pings on my phone a lot. So if you're in Oklahoma, that's where I'd recommend off the top of my head. Well, is, is Oklahoma it, City. Oh, I thought that was in Bethany. Well, I mean, Bethany is in Oklahoma oh. City. Like, I, I, that's like a, I don't fucking know. Yeah. So you, might wanna, you might want to stay out yeah. of Bethany for a minute because there are just some big busts there. But not to distract from the glass comment. Anyway. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. How can, uh, how can we buy? How can our listeners buy something from Volta? If they would like, if they uh, have a look at this, you guys got a website with your inventory and stuff like that. I know you do online orders uh, for uh, custom we, work, but we, well, the, okay, I'll break that down. We do okay. have a website. It's voltaglassstudio.com. Okay. That does not list our inventory. And it's honestly pretty outdated and we need to fix that. But mm -hmm. we're busy as fuck. It's, only two people working here oh yeah i've seen some of the orders you guys have put out lately too man oh yeah i mean i think we just finished a 70 piece order for 450 north mm -hmm. the, those were those glass steins yeah oh man those look so cool <laughs> so yeah it's we there's people make claims and rumors and stuff that we got a whole shop full of people cranking out as much shit as we do but no it's uh -huh. literally just me and huffy doing everything so we're we're quite busy and oh, don't yeah. have time to update the website but yeah i'll we vouch for you guys there i i visited week. and it was just the two of them like he was in there blowing glass while you were selling me this piece that was it <laughs> so it is a two-man show so it's even more impressive the works they're putting out that's cool. Some of these cups and stuff they do are just amazing. Not to talk about the uh, the other, you know, the water pipes and stuff. Yeah, we've been doing the cups for like a year, and it's it's really blown up for us to the point where we haven't even really been making pipes. Oh, wow. But we still we still do and will. But for sure. But so they go to Volta Glass. They're not going to see your inventory, but say they want to hit you up for maybe a custom order they go to the website that's how they get a hold of you they can go to the website yeah i think there's a like contact us button whatever you can send us a message and it comes mm -hmm. to our email um, and you're active on instagram as well instagram yes. is our biggest mode of getting out there mm -hmm. we post about everything we do on instagram whether it's available or already made for somebody but that's the best place to check out everything current and all our old shit too because it's fly too but all right. the newest shit will be up on instagram and that's volta glass studio on instagram and at huffy glass on instagram how hard uh, would you say it's hard or is glass blowing a, a type of, say at the hobby level, something you could do on your own in the garage? I mean, like you're not doing production level or you're not making artistic pieces or anything, <laughs> but uh, 
Let's say someone just wants to make a bong, just a simple one. I mean, it's just possible. To say, just to say he smoked out of his own piece. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's more than possible. Get and, you know, get the right minimum equipment you need. Mm -hmm. uh, it's always it's always going to be more advantageous to you to seek out. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, I guess what I'm really asking is, it's is it is is there enough information and safe enough equipment to where somebody that I don't know might be a, a bit of a dumb stoner uh, could uh, <laughs> possibly buy some equipment and learn how to do this in their garage safely? Uh, I mean, yeah, there's enough info on the internet and YouTube that you can get started. Like yeah. that, that's pretty much where the pipe game is at right now everybody and their brother oh yeah right. started to be a glass blower so it's and you would think that would be a field with like some barriers to entry like it's i could see like a hobbyist writer a guitar player but damn a hobbyist glass blower that's like that's a whole level of effort man that's wild it seems like at least from my uneducated perspective but i also recently thought that you had to have sand at your glass blowing shop so maybe you shouldn't listen to me well yeah i guess i mean if uh you see all those cheap like mass produced pieces if that can happen then i guess there's equipment out there enough for the guy to make something in his garage oh yeah i mean mm -hmm. you can there's some it, it's a little chunk of money to even at the minimum do it right but oh yeah well so is anything if you want to paint a picture with good paints and supplies i mean you're going to put a chunk of money in exactly yeah. But no, it's quite possible. The knowledge is out there. Uh, you're going to fuck up a lot. Oh, totally. <laughs> That's whether you're trying to do it on your own, self-taught, or under the tutelage of a known mm. glass blower. It's yeah. just the nature of it. Um, That's honestly the best way to learn. All right. I've got one more question for you off the top of my head here. Okay. What would you say is your favorite part? Of glass blowing what hmm. keeps you what what keeps you doing it that you can always do something new That's like yeah. there's no i'm kind of weird like i don't like to get stuck in ruts of doing the same thing right oh yeah and totally the options are literally endless of what you can do with the glass it's you know getting the knowledge and skill enough to try those things yeah and things i don't know like you're gonna think of things and make things that i will never even cross my mind and i'm gonna see it and it blows my mind like shit i'm looking at um uh ham's glass still and he's got the one shaped like a bicycle <laughs> holy yeah. crap <laughs> that's the kind of shit where i would have to be so loaded to own something like that because if not my nerves would make me break it within 20 minutes i would save for it and i would get it and then i would i would totally it would be a conscious move to drop it and break it so i would have to stop worrying about breaking it and yeah yeah you would think thing. about it so hard that you would develop fucking psychic powers and knock it over with your mind <laughs> yeah it, pretty much exactly yes yeah. uh, so it'd be like yeah. mind mind under matter <laughs> <laughs> yeah man that's uh, uh that's what i love about the uh looking at the glass and the idea of glass blowing is because of course there's functionality we use these things for, they have a purpose right? right but 
there is so much artistic like room there, you know, to make your own thing. Well, to, if you can, if you can think of it in your mind, it can yeah. be made glass. Yeah. It's a functional art form. And it's, I love that. Sure. For sure. I'm lighting up a bull. So I don't mean to just pipe. In. Yeah, for no, sure. I, I'm like, blah. I just had to run my kids sure. out of here. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for sure um yeah so check out voltaglass um studio.com or is it voltaglass.com voltaglass studio voltaglass Volta studio, studio. Uh, they're com. also live and very active on instagram remember be patient but good pieces come to those who wait and who have the money to buy them <laughs> well there's that too i mean we all know there's that requirement no one does anything for free i would say otherwise i'd be waiting a goddamn me. long time i want mine yeah, I've, I've dealt with a, a lot of people getting sticker shocked that come through the shop and it's mm. they're used to going to those cheaper shops where they right. see those pieces with 19 perks in them but it's only 150 dollars yeah oh totally and they come here and see something that's not quite as gnarly looking but it's like 250 dollars, and they're like whoa i'll admit it man i had to adjust um when yeah i was it, in there because uh, yeah because your studio you don't like it's all good stuff you know it's and especially the ones you have in the cases i mean you look at them and some of them look just like functional pieces uh, you look at the price tag, you're like, what the fuck is this? But then Tyler will pull it out and start beating it on the floor and you'll see that it doesn't break. <laughs> and you're like, holy fuck. Yeah, that's why it costs that much. That's what I fucking need. If I had yeah, pieces I mean, that weren't tall and didn't break, I would be very happy. <laughs> what, what do they say about quality stuff? Quality stuff isn't cheap and cheap stuff isn't quality. Yeah, man. <laughs> or the old one you get what you pay for and for real yeah. you do totally i mean cheap is a relative term i guess i don't know mm. yeah i mean i'm talking but i may be i may be a bit skewed in that factor just because i work with it every day so i'll see something that's ludicrously priced to some other people and i'll be like oh that, that seems about right yeah <laughs> yeah like if ever i'm shopping for high high-end pieces i'm probably gonna be sending you photos and if you're around take you with me because uh you definitely have the eye having been in it a lot longer than i have and i'm so susceptible to sales <laughs> god damn it i'm so susceptible to salespeople. i need somebody with me <laughs> well, i mean honestly that's half my job is doing quality control yeah so i sit there and inspect every single piece that's made for flaws Things that and might it cause goes, it to like break later or to cause it to like break under undue pressure that like, you know, you tap it on the counter and it shatters because it had a weak point in it, something like that. Um, yeah, no, that's a little harder to be able to tell just right. by the eye, but more just like, you know, trash in the glass, body glass, bubbles, oh, gotcha. bubbles around the joints, scratches, stuff like that. And like, we don't let that slide around here. If it, has any of that kind of stuff on it it doesn't see the light of day for sale that's cool what do you do with a piece like that do you uh break it up and melt it down again or uh what happens there with your uh with your excess glass the waste or whatever what do you do with that 
Um, most of it just sits up on a shelf, never to see the light of day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's some Toy Story shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I in my office upstairs, I got a shelf full of stuff that's just wasn't up to par. So we're not gonna sell it. Yeah, but it still yeah. looks cool enough. Yeah. Do you, have, do you ever have any? Yeah. Do you ever have any that you just you break <laughs> down and get rid of, or like when that happens, can you remelt the glass and reuse it? Or oh yeah, how do you get it back to sand? <laughs> <laughs> um, a sledgehammer. And... <laughs> Lots of time. Yeah. I guess you could put it like in a tumbler forever. <laughs> forever. It, <laughs> it might cut through the tumbler first before it gets smooth. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I'm high now. Uh, <laughs> oh shoot. Imagine That's okay. that. We are uh we are legally allowed, fortunately, two of the three, and I'm sure one day that it'll be allowed there too. <laughs> yeah, hopefully uh sooner uh, rather than later. Um, but uh you is there anything else you can think of, Evan, that maybe our listeners would want to hear or uh, uh about glass or I've learned a shitload today personally, but maybe we should turn that to Tyler for the last question. Yeah, I, um, I'm all out. If you've got anything else that you would really like to get out to people, Tyler. Hmm. What do I want to get out there? <laughs> don't don't buy cheap shit if you can help it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you're gonna, totally. You're going to pay more for it in the long run. Hmm. I mean, and I'm fine. not saying go out buy thousand dollar pieces, but spend more yeah. than twenty bucks on a bong. Yeah, totally. You can find quality stuff for I'd say what, under two hundred bucks. Oh, easily find some quality stuff. Once you get above that two hundred, you're getting spendy and more of the uh, hmm. the arts coming through. You would say. Yeah, I mean, and we, the reputation depending on who made it. Yeah, I mean, a lot of when it comes to that quality stuff, a lot of the partial bit of the cost is the person who made it and their reputation for quality. That's yeah, cool. I mean, that's like that's like uh, guitars or anything. Like when I collected basses, you know, I had a nice five hundred dollar bass that got the job done, but then I also had my eighteen hundred dollar like boutique piece. You know. Yeah, it, you know. it comes it comes with uh, the craftsmanship because uh, you're buying from the craftsman. That's why I, I love the industry that it's still a trade where you've got your apprentices and stuff like that because it puts a value on the experience of the creator. You right. know, I like that a lot. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, it build nice shit, you get a good reputation. It's mm-hmm. totally, and that's why this podcast has such a good reputation. Yeah, we have the best reputation. Also, I wear a medium, large of a shrink. Medium. <laughs> I'm going to pick your shirt up today, Blake. Uh, awesome. Well, that was a fun segment. I guess if that pretty well covers it, that's a good time to wrap it. Sounds yeah. good to me. All right. I don't have anything. Well, Tyler, thank you so much for giving us some time out of your day and answering some questions for us and our listeners. No problem. Hopefully I didn't confuse the hell out of anybody too much. Well, it depends oh, you on how job, much man. they smoked before they listened. So <laughs> I'm high as fuck and I still have a good idea what's going on. I think we're okay. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you and very then, much. Oh, hey, if you want to oh, have people ask questions, I'm down to answer them too. So 
Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll send your questions. Uh, Tyler is a good friend of ours, so it's not like our communication will be shut after this. So if you have any questions about Glass or for Tyler or even for the studio, I guess, let us know and we will pass those along to him. He's also in our Discord. So come join the Discord. <laughs> which you can find at our website podcast. At, fuck. I just gave you our email. I fuck this up every time. You can find that at our website, smokeandokiespod.com. There are links to the Instagram. You can also find our discord down at the bottom of the page. I fucked that up completely, but please come find the discord. It's fun in there. <laughs> Someone's a little medicated. But yeah. Come to the website, join the discord, say hi and have a bowl with us. If you're lucky, you might find me saying some wild shit. Yeah. Perhaps. <laughs> Uh, or I, or maybe I did a one GC and I'm just babbling about nothing, but uh, it happens. It happens. And if not, I'll be there talking about music. Yeah. Well, yeah, also for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the space. Yo, dude, uh, here's the ad script I wrote for ancient remedies. You want to have a look at it? Uh, yeah. Let's, uh, let's take a look. Okay, I'm seeing here that within a couple sentences, you've already made reference to how handsome you are a few uh -huh. times, man. I don't think we need that. I don't see a problem, though. It's a good script. <laughs> this is a dispensary ad, though. Yeah. I think it's going to be better if we get right to the dispensary. All right, fine. Well, the point I was getting to is that the ladies over at Ancient Remedies, a marijuana dispensary and cannabis boutique in Edmond, Oklahoma. Wow, I did it in one breath. All right, Ancient Remedies for short, though. Man, that's a long name. Anyway, these ladies, Amy and Angie, they know their stuff. Whether you're a little can of baby or a longtime can of connoisseur, they've got you covered. Hell, pop in on the third Thursday of the month from noon to four, and they basically have a patient drive going with in-house doctor recommendations, help with submitting that pesky state paperwork, and that damned photo. Locally owned and operated by twin sisters, Ancient Remedies has the patient in mind from the start, and it shows. If a product's on the shelf, it means the twins have tried and enjoyed it with $25 eights all day, every day. All that, and you get 20% off your entire purchase on your first visit and your birthday with a lot of other deals we frankly don't have time to talk about. Well, I've got one more I want to talk about. I'll allow it. You know me. I'm a flower boy. Yes, so, yes, you are. And on Saturdays, they have a quarter of a select strain for 38 bucks out the door, man. Ooh. Yeah. I know where I'm going this weekend. Would that happen to be Ancient Remedies Marijuana Dispensary and Cannabis Boutique in Edmond, Oklahoma? Yeah. And you should too, listener. Be sure to let them know you're a smoking oaky. We'll take care of you. Long name, huh? Yeah. All right, and that was our second and last don't worry commercial stop of the, the show. I almost said the afternoon, but I don't know what time you're listening. And now we're back to close things out with a little thing we like to call off the rip. Blake, do you have a topic that you like out of the list here? Man, I'm looking through, and man, this is hard. This is hard because we've covered a lot, and then there's other right. good ones. <laughs> right. A couple of years towards the bottom look pretty good. Yeah, I'm going back to the bottom. I, I went towards the top to see if there's any old ones. Here's one that happens to me a lot, and it has to do with my metric. <laughs> I know okay? where you're going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Evan, how often, and it might not be as often for you because you're not as much of a smoker, but how often do you forget to smoke that next bowl? I've got an edible equivalent. <laughs> if that works i usually yeah. don't forget to smoke the next bowl i actually usually have to remind myself to smoke it because i'm trying to put it off because i don't want to cough uh -huh. but 
today, as we were recording the segments of this very podcast that we're yet to put together, um, I am drinking a lot of weed coffee of late because I made it and it's cheap. Um, <laughs> so what I what I do is I take this infused sugar. I might have mentioned this on the last episode uh, that I made, and I mix it with coffee, and it gets me very high. Um, I've been drinking it all day, and the whole time we were just recording commercial segments, I was sitting there thinking. I need to get that weed coffee. I need to get that weed coffee. And at some point it dawned on me that I've been thinking that over and over for about three hours. I blanked out for most of that. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to do a freaking emoji on discord that whole time. <laughs> so I got that you, you blanked out and there's some about three hours in weed coffee. <laughs> I, I basically just kept telling myself, you need to get that thing of weed coffee. You're too sober for like three hours, which tells me maybe I wasn't sober. Yeah. At all. Yeah. How, I mean, I find myself in that too. Whenever I'm uh, I'm like, Oh, okay. You got to finish this before you go to bed. You better, but it's like, no, I'm fucked up. <laughs> if I've got to talk myself into finishing it, I probably don't need any more. <laughs> it's always like uh, not not to bring other uh, substances too much into the mix, but how they always used to, the old hippies always used to say about other psychedelics, about how if you have to ask yourself, then you know they haven't hit yet. No. <laughs> You'll know. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I forget about that next bowl a lot of the time because – um. I smoke bowls most of the time. Right. And sometimes I'll get some fire cannabis that right. really hits me out of nowhere. And I'll be packing up that second bowl and then uh, play a video game, take the dog out, go do whatever. I don't know. And then come back a couple hours later when it it's wearing off because it was one of those ones that are burning hot and burning long. And then I see a green bowl sitting in my piece and I'm, I'm just like, ah, thank you, past Blake. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that's always an amazing feeling it's like that's maybe i actually have a time traveling superpower and i just forgot about it i'll tell you right now if i got in my suitcase and found like a 20 dollar bill and half of a zen gummy you might not know this but i'm really into those gummies that didn't land i would be happy to find this in and i can say this from experience because both have happened to me successive trips coming back from your place and mm -hmm. i know which made me happier that afternoon <laughs> Oh, do you have any OTRs you want to get out there? Uh, yeah, I got one more we can look at this before we round out here because uh, we still got weekend weed and everything. Um, do, 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 do. I actually kind of like the other one you asked about. Uh, do you use different me methods to medicate different ailments? Ah, yes. Okay, I'm going to try to remember what I was thinking of when I, I said that. But I do, I think, sometimes. I noticed that it's not so much different ailments for me, but it's different situations. Yes. Like I mostly smoke flour. I love flour and uh, I do that whenever I can, but sometimes whether it be a work day or I've got to drive a bunch or something, sometimes that's just not feasible if I've got to right. be somewhere and I'm inside all day. So that's when I'll hit like a concentrate pin or I'll, I'll even take the yokan the portable dab rig there right just because flour isn't as feasible i'm always in close quarters and stuff to where the smell mm -hmm. would just be everywhere and also flour hits me harder than most things do so i, I would be pushed most likely past medicated and <laughs> into the <laughs> uh inebriated stage so i like to i like to cut the edge off of the you know with the things i use it medicinally for right you know i'll just use a little uh little pen or something yeah that's 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 fair and that's similar to how i do it like i work from home so i don't have to worry about the smell so much besides not you know smoking the kids out of course mm -hmm. um, and that to be clear is a major concern in the weight household that is addressed we don't hotbox our children all day um, <laughs> but but my general thing is 
if I'm taking it for medical purposes, it's going to be an edible. If I feel a, what I would call a quote unquote medical need for mood elevation, like I feel a little depressed or anxious, then I'm probably still going to take an edible. It's just one specific kind. Uh And if I'm having a good time and getting recreational, I want to get a little silly. That's when I'll start smoking. Yeah. I've also found, and I'm still experimenting with dabs and concentrates and stuff, but I am finding for that one, whenever I need a head high, like a functional Mm. high, the dabs seem to get me there pretty okay, but it is missing uh, something. It's missing the body. There's something that I miss from it that uh, helps helps me with the the back pain mostly because dabs seem to be head highs for me for the most part. My working theory on that is that there's some weird terpene that just doesn't react to the dab switch process at all, the dab conversion process. Uh-huh. And that's why you're only getting it in flower somehow. Cause I, I, I do agree with you to a point, but I also know that if I get like a heavy indica concentrate, whatever it is, I can definitely get that heavy stony feeling. Yeah. Well, that's why I say um, I'm still experimenting and stuff Fair. because there have been a couple of different concentrates I've gotten that were uh, there was like a breakthrough and I had almost a full on flower high. Like Ooh. one was a strain specific wax. It was the Northern Lights. And granted, I did a much bigger dab than I originally intended, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I did have a breakthrough and it felt like a full spectrum, you know, like what I would usually get from flower. And I was amazed there. So I, I, I'm, I'm still working on that, yeah. but you know, I gotta, I gotta, those good concentrates aren't cheap. No, that, whatever that, the turning back to those Green Hill Farms guys had, um, we kind of mentioned this on that segment, uh, mm-hmm. but they, I think it was called Wichita Gold. And I kind of made myself look like a bitch anyway, because I had to cough because of my lungs, but uh-huh. I got one big rip off that. And then another two large rip that killed me. And I was glad that things transpired to where like, I was so high, I couldn't handle myself anymore. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I, I had to get outside is what it comes down to and start smoking cigarettes a bunch to get my head right. Cause uh-huh. it got me destroyed. And uh-huh. like, it, that was just, it appeared to be, I've never seen Green Hills concentrates. I don't know if they sell them or not, but this was just like in a mason jar and it looked like some dude just like personal shit that he made. Uh-huh. And was, my God. It looked good. Did we ever post pictures? If we haven't, we should by now. We, we should share them up. We gave a better bud first crack at them so they could put it up on theirs. Okay. Well, uh, when we post them, be sure and tag both Green Hill Farms and a better bud. I don't know if we can tag two. I don't know how to use yeah. Instagram. Yeah, I'm just, telling you people out there, I don't know how to use Instagram very well. I think well, it's pretty so. much the same process. I think you still use a hashtag. It's a weird uh, you thing. You use an at to tag people. Oh, even there. Okay. Yeah. I'm old, man. This is this is embarrassing. How old I'm I am. old too. I, I'm, I'm trying to learn this stuff as we go. <laughs> Hey, we're doing a good job. We got a yeah. podcast. You know, it, I want to do one more OTR okay. just because I wonder, and this is probably a quick one because it might hey, even man. just be a yes or no, but it's right there uh, under that one. Right. Do you ever taste colors when smoking cannabis? Yes and no. I have learned what the purple taste is through like trial and error with you. And I know exactly what that is. Uh-huh. And um, there's the, I, I, I can taste like orange and lint, uh, lemon and limonene but that's you know the taste i've associated with that Uh anyway just because of oranges i don't know what it is but for me at least once i'm medicated i start tasting color more than i can really describe you know Uh like ooh, this is earthy or uh, umami or sweet and i don't know it's more of like yeah this one seems like purple and orange mixed and when i say orange Mm -hmm. i I'm not talking necessarily the fruit orange, right? It's like, you know, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know what you're saying, but I, I, I know that you said it. I don't have any, I don't know how to explain it to make sense, but I'm just, 
I wanted to get this one out there just in case any of our listeners out there feel the same way. Do you fucking taste the colors <laughs> of weed? Cannabis. Are you sure you didn't accidentally ingest an acid tab instead of yeah, I know, weed? right? Because it, it, it's almost like I, it gives me mild synesthesia or something. Yeah. And uh, that's what I'm wondering. Does it do, do that to other people? Now, I will say I do have that weird shit where like numbers have colors in my head. Like yeah. three is always blue, four is always red and so on. But like that is, I don't know about that. Let's just say that maybe, maybe in the past, maybe... Uh, there was a man who once used some hallucinogens right. and maybe, maybe it made it to where he could taste colors for a little while. Hypothetically. And, uh, and, uh, perhaps that could have stuck with right. him over. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's like that dude. I know who still has trouble eating meat. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> No, I don't know. For some reason, it seems to give me a mild synesthesia to where the cannabis flavors are only represented in colors, and I don't get it, and it only happens when I'm medicated. Well, that's uh, another weed mystery for the list. So I wonder if it happens to anyone else. Let me know. All right, man. This has been the Smoking Okies podcast with Brandon Blake and Evan Waite. Please, if you haven't yet, go to our website, smokingokiespod.com. Go to our YouTube, which is linked right there, our Spotify, our Apple Podcasts, our Stitcher, all those different podcast services that you use, and give us a subscribe. It helps us out. I know it's annoying. I fucking hate it whenever people go into like, oh, subscribe to my shit, smash that like button. Uh, but now I get it. There are things that we had, you know, there are benchmarks that we need to meet to get certain things. So if you don't subscribe, you're, you're, you're personally killing us. Yeah, and you need thank, to get on that. Yeah, I don't think we need to explain it to him other than if you don't subscribe, you're stabbing me in the balls. All right. All right. So you're please stabbing don't. me in the back so hard that it comes through and pokes yeah. me in the balls. <laughs> and, well, you're doing something to my balls and whatever it is, I don't like it. And uh, <laughs> I'd rather you didn't do that. So please click like or subscribe, whichever platform, please. Guys, uh, but my yeah, balls totally. Can't take this. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, totally come come join our Discord, man. Come talk to us, and uh, there won't be any pictures of balls. I promise. There are no ball torture images in the Smoke and Okies podcast Discord. I can assure you of this. I hope not. <laughs> oh my God, my eyes. No, uh, <laughs> but. <laughs> But yeah, totally. Come join us. Come listen to us. Uh, join us on Instagram. Yours truly here at B Blakey Pooh. We'll be going live uh, from time to time, smoking a little cannabis on the at Smoking Okies pod on Instagram. Absolutely. I think that's a pretty good cutoff, buddy. Oh, yeah. And I'd say one last thing, just because we're in the yeah. uh, CTA, go yeah. check out Volta Glass at yes. Volta Glass Studio. They also have VoltaGlassStudio.com. Go check them out. Our sincere thanks to Tyler for coming on, spending time dealing with tech support issues and coming through on the other end to make some good content. Mm -hmm. All y'all listening out there still, stay medicated, but don't drive that way. Where the fuck are my sunglasses? Smokin' Okies is the premier Oklahoma cannabis podcast starring Brandon Blake and Evan Wade, produced by Cannabis Web Media Group, CWMG. Don't forget to follow us here on Spotify and be sure to reach out for Smoke and Okies Pod on Discord, Instagram, and Facebook. We do not sell or provide cannabis or marijuana products. This podcast is for informational purposes only. Stay high, but don't drive that way.